Life is crazy, and we get that. That's why we're here. <laughs> it's the Crazy Happy Life Podcast with Joey and Lauren. I'm not going to lie. I swear to you, my uh, teeth are going to fall out. Something's going on while we're recording this. I think my teeth are going to fall out. I got like a major tooth problem right now. You know what's crazy? I'm getting flashbacks of the Crazy Happy Life podcast we did months ago, months ago. And you got on and first thing you said was, I'm not feeling good. My stomach hurts. Not going to lie. I might puke. And you were just kind of joking because you felt like you were queasy. Was that not COVID? No, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. It was later that day. When literally all hell broke loose in our home and we all got the worst sickness of our whole lives. It was after we recorded that podcast. So now I'm worried when you start off, you're like, my teeth are going to fall off. My teeth hurt. Well, maybe they will fall off. So I don't know what's going on, but I I had a dinner event um, like two nights ago. And maybe it was was last night. And I was was eating dinner and I was eating steak. And the steak was tender, but my my teeth were hurting as I was eating the food. And I was like, what is going on? And then it just got worse and worse. By the time, like, I was driving home last night, like, open right now, if I open my mouth like this, mm-hmm. it just kills me. And so I don't know what it is. is it your jaw then? Because if it's your teeth. It feels like it's my teeth, but yeah. it, it, but the actions are always my jaw actions that make it hurt. Well, it might be your jaw. And really what it probably is is you're probably grinding your teeth uh-huh. because that, that harms your jaw. It harms yeah. your teeth. And uh, there's something called TMJ. Maybe you have that. TMJ. TMJ. I'm blanking on what exactly it well, stands for. It's something, something jaw. So um, it was probably, well, whenever I was finishing up my college career, when I was finishing up my bachelor's degree, which I don't even know how long ago that was, I I remember it was like New Year's Eve and we were, no, it wouldn't have been New Year's Eve. It was some sort of holiday that's around mm-hmm. when the, when school ends, and I was right in the middle of finals. Maybe it was New Year's Eve because I was waiting to get my scores back from my uh, first semester of my senior year. And I could barely eat, talk, or anything. So I went to the dentist, and I'm thinking I got a cavity or something. Mm-hmm. And they told me. They said, are you going through a stressful time? And I said, I'm going through college finals. I'm trying to graduate college. I'm a senior, and I'm trying to you know find that big first break in career. And they go, you've been grinding your teeth at night. So while I'm sleeping, if I mm. or or I'm stressed, yeah. and anytime I'm stressed, like I'm just I don't want to do it. Yeah, I'm going back and forth. So th- I don't remember what they did, but they did something to help. Yeah, but I think that's what's happening. I we- do that too. Um, not so much anymore, and I didn't realize I was doing it. But I had Invisalign braces, and then after Invisalign, you get fitted for retainers, and they kind of look like Invisalign. They're like yeah. the clear trays that mold your teeth. And I had to, I went in like three different times to my orthodontist after several months because I was basically burning holes through my retainers because at night when I was sleeping with my retainers, I was grinding yeah. apparently and then I grinded holes. So now I have the very lovely metal retainers with like the bar across my teeth and there's a little, they put like a little uh, lip uh, ledge in between. So I physically cannot put my teeth together. Oh, that's, I need So that. my teeth aren't even touching at night. I it, need there's that. a little teeny gap by the way i looked it up uh tmj you ready for this yeah temporal wait, temporal manda by wait hang on temporal i love how mandib- you said are you ready for this you're not ready for it. joint dysfunction obviously for sure when i woke up this morning i said ah it's got to be that temporal <laughs> but it's like that something. jaw cheekbone area i just don't deal with stress well that's the one thing that i have i have not figured out how to deal with stress because I either mm-hmm. grind my teeth and I have terrible toothaches like I'm dealing with right now, or I just 
I'm on edge and I feel like I can't enjoy anything and then I get stressed out about everything. I don't know. You I got to figure it out. <laughs> you think? I'm on the receiving end of that. I mean, I love you to death. No, I know. I just. Being around you and you're stressed about anything, even the smallest thing you could be stressed about, it kind of ruins the vibe with anybody around yeah. you. Like you're just, you kind of turn into a not very nice person. Not like you're mean and yelling at everyone, but you're just not pleasant to so be around So what do I need to do? Because when I go golfing, I, I was even stressed out. I went golfing yesterday. I was even stressed out golfing because I got an email about some work stuff that was like, hey, I need this today. And I was like, I, I'm not in the office right now. I'm golfing. And then I fell bad and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And now I'm actually thinking about that email and I still haven't responded to it. And now I'm getting stressed out. Water off a duck's back. I know. I know. You just got to let it yep. go. Some things are not life and death and just get to it when you get to it. Uh, we got a family, my family reunion next week. Are you ready? Bear Lake, Utah and Bear Lake, Idaho. It's a lake apparently that one is it side Idaho is Idaho or Utah. I don't I Where think are we going? We're staying on the Utah side. Hang on. I have the It's address. Garden City, now I'm Utah. Curious. Oh, okay. Get, give everyone the no. address of the well, cabin. Well, I wasn't going to say at. the town and you just said the town. Well, uh, I, don't, I mean it's the one town around Bear Lake. I was just trying to figure out what state we were going to be. In. Okay, we're going to be in Utah. <laughs> so, we're going to be in Utah. It's my family. I have five older siblings and check this out. So, I'm the youngest out of six and then four out of my five siblings have no Three mm-hmm. out of my five siblings have five kids, right? Yes. Yep. It goes uh, from oldest to youngest. Your oldest brother, five kids. And then the next one, five kids. The next one, five kids. The next one, four. The next one, two. And then us with one. So I need to think. So 12, th- so 14 adults and then 15, 16, five, 18, 19, 21, 20, 22 grandkids. So 20, why can't I, 22 plus 14, 14, 24, 34. So there's 36 people at this family reunion next week. Mm-hmm. Now, thank goodness we have a cabin that's big enough. We've done these family reunions where there's like one bathroom, and then we're all going crazy. But are you ready to spend time with my family with 36 of the Jenkins uh, yeah, clan? Yeah, I've done it. We do it every two years. I mean, the problem is, is nobody knows how to stop having kids. I know. <laughs> so our family just keeps growing and growing, which is great. My goodness, I love it so much. But we can't complain that, man, we don't have enough space when y'all keep popping them out so we yeah. just keep growing so we have to find something bigger so luckily like you said this year we found i think your sister was telling me it sleeps like 50 people oh sweet so, so we've got plenty of room we should have plenty of room hopefully so it should be fun i love it you know i'm really grateful that i married into a family that i really gel well with i think i do unless oh, you do. unless no. maybe i'm assuming i do and then behind my back everyone hates me but i really feel Open arms, totally welcomed, accepted, and loved in your family always since day one. One of the things that I'm so grateful for, same thing, I and anybody that is married or in a serious relationship goes through this, which is, man, I hope our families gel. And not necessarily my siblings with your siblings and my parents with your parents. That's so the, rare if they're ever is, together. I'm amazed how many people stress out about that. I'm amazed how many people stress out that my parents and your parents wouldn't get along because it, it, it we they rarely get together. So I'm trying to think when our son was born. Okay, so the wedding, everyone was there. Okay, yeah. whatever. You have to pretend to wedding. like each other for two hours. Uh, and then after that, I think the next time was when our son was born, and that was yeah eight years later because we were married quite a while before having uh, our son, and so. That was what a day everybody came to celebrate and stuff. Yeah, so uh, we're talking yeah. about two times in almost 10 years that yeah. my parents and your parents have been in the same room. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe on occasion we've been in the same town, so we've blended together, but no, it's it's rare. But what's not overrated and what is something that I get worried about is how I gel with your family and how you gel with my family 
and also not playing favorites, if I can give any marriage advice today or just serious relationship advice, if you get along with all, if you get along with their family and they get along with your family, like you get along with your in-laws, try not to play favorites because I, I know that most people start to gravitate towards one. But man, I, I've heard scenarios where it's like, we're always hanging out with my side of the family, and then your side of the family feels bummed out. Try to yeah. spread the love. That's hard to not pick favorites, though. It really is because you just get into that comfortability. And listen, we're not uh, bypassing the fact that there are a lot of deep-rooted family issues out oh, there. Oh, yeah. We have plenty of those. So it's not like, we're like, oh, everyone can just kumbaya. No, we get it. You may not even speak to one side of the family for whatever issue. So you naturally spend most of your time with the other side. Or maybe you don't spend any time with your extended family and you just do everything with your immediate group. And yeah. that's totally cool too. But for our specific situation, I think you're right. It's like they're never together anyway. And we try really hard. Now we're lucky enough. Well, unlucky and lucky enough for this scenario. We're lucky enough that neither of our parents live in town. Yes. So it's I think not, that'd be tough. Yeah. so it's not like we're always over at so-and-so's house for dinner and your parents for whatever. But what does suck is that, we don't have family around, so we don't get to experience yep. a lot of fun things with them either. Yeah, we were just at a birthday party on Saturday. We were just at a birthday party the other day, and the both the the couple we know we know the the couple really well, and they were it was their son's two year old birthday party. But his parents and her parents both live in the same town, and I, at first I go, oh, that's awesome, and then I said, oh, I bet there's some I bet there's some awkwardness sometimes because, for instance, a birthday party or any sort of event, if my parents and your parents both lived in the same town, I think it's actually tougher to divide up because you're easily accessible to both of them. Mm-hmm. Right now, mm-hmm. my parents live five and a half hours away. Your parents live seven hours away. So we have to make a decision to go see my parents or go see your parents. If we all lived in the same town, then it's like, oh, I could go see you or I could go see you and it's both 30-minute drive or whatever. And it's a hard decision, too, because it's like, well, it's not that I don't love you yeah. any less. I just, we already made plans with so-and-so. And so you're right. I could just envision it now. Your parents live here. My parents live here. And your parents have us over for dinner on a Sunday night. You know, Saturday rolls around. My mom texts, hey, come over. We want to see you guys. Oh, we're already doing stuff with Joey's family. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Well, what about next week? Oh, we already have plans with them then, too. Yeah. And then it becomes kind of like, oh, so you'd rather spend time sure. and take my grandson from me and oh, spend yeah. time with, you know. You have a freaking <laughs> kid, and then the moment you have a child, it makes things way more complicated. Because when you have a child, then it becomes, well, uh, I want to yeah. see my grandson. Your parents right? care more about your kids than yeah, 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 their yeah. own kids. <laughs> but, no, I, I the one thing I'm very grateful about in a relationship is I gel totally well. With your mom, your stepdad, and your sisters, and your brother, and you gel totally well with me. I can't imagine if you hated my mom or I didn't like your mom, and so you were dreading this reunion. That's mm-hmm. t- that's tough. If I was like, my wife does not want to be at my family reunion. I love my family. I want to see my brothers, my sisters. I want to see my nephews. And if you hated it because you didn't get along with my mom mm-hmm. or my dad or something, I can't imagine the stress. It's so common. In fact, it's pretty rare. I would say um, I've had just conversations with girlfriends over the years or whatever. Some of my friends who just have horrible relationships with their mother-in-law or somebody in their husband's family. And it is so hard. It's straining on their marriage. It's straining on their life. And it's, it's a lot. And so when I tell them like, oh, my mother-in-law, she's like my bestie. I love her. It's almost like, oh, well, isn't that nice? You know, I wish I was close to my, and it's, 
listen, I, I get it. Not everyone's situation is like that. And so it, it sucks when you have those family relationships. When we first got married, I was convinced your sister did not like me. She didn't. One my, sister, my sister did not like you. You were very young when we, when we got married. You're, I'm talking your oldest sister. I didn't think she liked me. She didn't. Didn't we find out she actually didn't like you? I, I don't know. I just assumed she didn't. But it was one of those things where I think it took about a week for her to realize, okay, I like her. You know what I mean? It yeah. wasn't like this long issue No, no, no. Not like years and years. It was probably like the first week of us being together. She probably thought what a lot of people would think. Uh, they're too young. Uh, they don't know. They don't know this or that. Yeah. They don't have good jobs yet. They're yeah. they're still in school. They don't know what they're doing. Everybody says that about new couples a lot of times when you're at that age. Yeah, and that's. I think that's what it was. I think my sister thought. I think she thought I was just marrying my fling. I think that was part of it. She was like, "What do you mean? You're just going to marry this girl?" Because we didn't. Here's what's crazy. We've been best friends forever, but we dated for a month. Is like that what it was? Exclusively actually dated Listen boyfriend, Listen to Lauren trying to backpedal no, no, no. Like, I don't I'm want to sound serious. like a creep. No, no, no. I'm being serious. We went on some dates yes. throughout high school, growing yes. up. We did stuff together one-on-one all the time. I right? think we said we love you to each other we, when we were we friends. We were best friends, and we would suit, we'd talk on the phone, okay, love you, bye. Yeah. Like, we were so close, but an actual, like, hey, we're in a romantic relationship for, it was about a month. And then, and then, then you married. proposed. Yeah, and then, and then we got <laughs> no, engaged. No, we were engaged for like just over six months. Yeah, yeah, like we that. were engaged for half a year. But it's true. Lauren would have a boyfriend in high school, and I'd be on the phone with you, and we'd be talking about something, and I would say I love you, and you would say I love you too. Mm-hmm. Why well, you had a boyfriend? That's a weird thing. A lot of people would have major problems with that. I didn't think much about it. Yeah, I didn't I was think like, oh, you're my best friend, whatever. <laughs> no big deal. But my sister, so I remember now, we didn't find this out till later or something, but my sister, yeah, I think was like, Okay, who is like what? They're just gonna go get married, and now and now you guys are great but it, friends. Thinking of it now, doesn't it make sense? She would have that thought. Oh, I don't blame her at all. Yeah. In fact, in fact, I, maybe that shows that she really cares. She was being protective over you, right? I think a lot of people, truly, I think a lot of people that we knew, our friends and family, probably thought we were absolutely stupid for getting married. Well, who's laughing now? I think people <laughs> thought. I know. I think people thought we were a good match, but I think people thought. Why are you just, you're just going to get married? You're not going to like wait it out and date for a while mm-hmm. and figure things out. I knew and you know. Well, it's almost uh, 10 years yeah. from when we got engaged. So Speaking of our family, uh, everyone thinks that Lauren keeps dropping hints about another baby. Oh my gosh. Every, I need uh, to figure on, this out. On, on Instagram and Facebook, it's like, oh, Lauren's dropping hints. You guys are having another kid so soon. So I had a friend personally text me. She's like, all of these baby hints are are killing me. They're driving me crazy. And I'm like, what do you mean these baby hints? And you're doing, you're hinting, you're hinting. Other than the one thing, is there something else? Cause she made it seem like there's a bunch of stuff. So last night or whatever it was, a couple nights ago, I posted, um, a photo of our son doing like, like kind of standing on his head and looking between his legs, Mm kind of like gymnastic stuff. Little kids do. And uh, I was legit told, somebody was like, oh, when kids do that, it means they're looking for a sibling. It's an old wives' tale. You know, it's kind of funny. So it was cute, and I posted it, and I said, is this true, or is it an old wives' tale? Kind of funny. And everyone's like, oh, does this mean you're having a baby? Hopefully soon. La, 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 la. Yeah. So uh, as of this moment right now where I'm sitting on this day, I am not pregnant. Maybe. Maybe. I know I'm not. I 1,000% know I'm not. I like, if you really want to know, I'm having that month right now. My time so you know is happening. For sure. Aunt Flo is here in case anybody can wants you, to can know. Can you be pregnant when Aunt Flo is there? No, I okay. don't think so. Not 
not normally, no, because normally the waiting period. Normally the waiting period of trying to figure out, am I pregnant? When you yeah. start your flow, it's like, oh, not pregnant. I, I just like messing with people. So I love I love it when people are like, oh my gosh, are you guys hinting to another baby? <laughs> I feel bad though. I don't want people to think I'm like trying hanging to like, people out yeah, to no, try, no, like no. dangling people and doing this massive tease. No, you legit thought like, hey, yeah, I just want to know if this is a wife's tale. So I will say I am not pregnant, um, but this I will say this. I'm hoping to be soon. We are Ooh. hoping to be soon. So who knows? Exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. Hoping to be soon, but currently not. So get off my back. <laughs> I no, I am, and you can blame me for that. I have been the I have been the anchor on the uh, on the bigger family ship. I feel like I've been the um, the guy in the poop deck. Like everyone's <laughs> Lauren's Lauren's the captain. Uh-huh. She's there in the uh, whatever the captain's quarters. You got the big what do they call the big wheel? The mast? Is that what I it don't is? know the wheel. The wheel. I'm sure there's a it's, fancy name. It, I think it is mast. It's a mast. I think it's a mast. The steering wheel. Lauren's at the mast, ready to go, and I'm like, ah, hold on. He's let's dragging stay, at the bottom of the ocean. Let's stay on the beach. But um, I actually just, I was in the bathroom right before we recorded this, and I had a little moment. I was looking in the mirror, and I was like, I am full-blown ready just for now? kid number two. Just yeah, now? Yeah, no, just now. <laughs> I know. No one was in there. It would have been so, weird if like a co we'll was in see. there. We'll see. And yeah. most of you, if you don't already know, you know that we do have issues in that department. We have to go through IVF, and we struggle with infertility. So our hope is that it's soon, but with us, you just never know. And really with anyone, you never know. It's not yeah. like anything's perfectly planned, well, but we just hope and pray that it, it works. You, you know, know what's weird, too, is like... Um, for like, if you just get pregnant the natural way, um, mm-hmm. you can totally hide that, right? You, you and your missus or mister or whatever, you have a little intimate time, and then you get pregnant, and you don't tell people for twelve weeks. A lot of people won't do that, right? When you go through, IV, it's a, a personal yeah, choice. Yeah, sure, but yeah, sure. But mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that are like wait till twelve weeks. But for IVF, if we get needles and medicine, we have to store it in our fridge. And my mom comes to town, or my dad comes to visit, and they open the fridge and they see a bunch of needles and medicine. How do you explain, oh, yeah, we're not trying to have a baby because it's right there. So the thing that I've struggled with is we're obviously public people. We have built, um, uh, you know, when we started our radio show and, and this podcast, too, it's it's been an open book. We have to go get medicine for IVF and stuff. And it's weird to be like, oh, yeah, for months, maybe we're doing shots or mm-hmm. doing medicine or do, and you're doing it, not me. But <laughs> you're, you're doing shots and all this stuff. It's hard to keep that private. I was just talking about that with a friend the other day. Well, it is, especially in our profession, because it's it's weird, because when we do start it again, we have to have that conversation. How much do we want to share? Because know. it's like, oh, hey, everyone, I'm getting my shots. People know that shortly thereafter, you will have a transfer and then know whether or not it worked. But in a normal situation, and this goes for anyone on planet Earth, don't ask people when they're having kids or why don't they have kids? That's not a question that should be asked. It's I would a, agree. It's a personal thing, right? And it could be someone who just got married, someone who's been married for 10 years, someone who's not married, right? No, it doesn't I agree. matter. I think it's different if you say, do you want kids? I, I think that's a fine question yes. to ask somebody like, oh, yeah, do you I guys agree. want kids? But what I'm saying is it's just kind of weird because if we open up the gates of, oh, we're doing shots and stuff, the natural assumption a couple weeks later, it'd be like, so did it work? And sure. I can't get mad at people for asking that question because I put it out there that I'm doing shots. So I have to figure out what do I want to share because I don't want to be rude later. Be like, well, don't ask me. Yeah, I'm yeah, not ready yeah. to share, well, you know. And what drives me nuts are, you see this on social media all the time, people that uh, 
share their life on social media and then get really mad when people start asking invasive questions and say, respect my privacy. Mm -hmm. Celebrities do it all the time. Mm -hmm. Chrissy Teigen, I think, has done it where it's like, I'm going to do something super vulnerable and open and then get really mad when people start commenting on it. Yeah. She did that, you know, I think she did that recently or something. My I biggest mean, pet peeve is someone will post something so cryptic, like oh, so yeah, yeah, cryptic, yeah. like, oh, I just hope that they get what they deserve and yeah. my family doesn't deserve this. And so, then naturally people are going to say, oh my gosh, what's going on? And like, I, I don't want to talk about it. I can't it. talk about well, it. Well, then why would you post that? Maybe it's therapeutic to put that on yeah, Facebook. I guess that's true. I shouldn't judge. But um, I was talking with a friend of mine uh, the other day about this. He was telling me, we were talking about IVF and he said, um... Granger Smith, do you know who that is? Mm-hmm. Country mm-hmm. music star. He's a star. Why right, did right? you star? Star, country music <laughs> star. My gosh. Well, Granger Smith, give you a great example. They've been totally public, I think, about their IVF stuff. So they would mm-hmm. tell, and he's got hundreds, probably millions of followers on mm-hmm. social media and uh, all these country fans. They were open with, we're transferring this day, we're doing really? it. Really? Yeah, I think wow. so. You, you have to look it up. And now, remember, they... Um, they lost their son. Their son drowned, I think. Mm-hmm. And so they, they lost their son. But maybe now maybe they recorded it all and posted it later on YouTube. But I believe they were 100% public with the IVF process, which I agree with you. The one weird thing is if if we got on our radio show and said, Lauren, we're, you know, we're starting IVF. Mm-hmm. Everyone would pepper us with questions. Did it work? Are you pregnant? And Did it work? Are you pregnant? we have no right to now be annoyed that- because we put it out there, you know. And so I just think, so our first time doing it was a little different. And maybe this was my naivety. But our first time doing it, we posted about the shots. We talked all about our whole yeah. thing. But when it came to transfer time and people would ask, we would say, oh, we won't know until spring. Which spring was going to be my 12 weeks. Yeah. And the reason I said that is because I personally, as a mother, as a person and all these things, I didn't want to share that very um, personal information until I was ready to. And I personally made the decision and we personally made the decision that we wanted to wait until I was through the first trimester. Yeah. Um, And so that's why I said that. But now looking back on it, all anybody has to do, if they already don't know about IVF, they can just do a quick Google search how long after transfer, do you know? And it's like 10 days. So people probably assumed that it worked and we were just waiting because my thought was, if it doesn't work, I'll let you know. Yeah. It's your choice. We'll talk about it. But, um, the one thing I struggle with is when you start, when we start IVF, I say you, because you honestly, I don't have to do anything anymore. But when we start IVF and you start getting injections and shots and medicine, I know we'll have crazy stories of, all these things. And so much of our radio show is our life. And what did you do last night? And so there is a part of me that goes, gosh, Lauren, do we just be open with the whole thing? Because we're going to have to, there's nothing I hate more than doing a radio show and like trying to withhold information. We've had the same arguments about our son's name and how we've kind of kept that private because we've had some weird situations. Sometimes it's harder to hide the information. So I agree. Like there's times I go, well, if we're just open with our IVF, and we just tell people, okay, we're doing it, then that makes it easier. So if we talk about something that happened last night with IVF, we can just talk about it on the show. But mm-hmm. if we're trying to, like, omit certain things, it can it can get tough. Yeah. It's so hard. I don't have an answer for you right now. I no, really don't. Fine. But don't... it is such a fragile and personal sure. situation that we and everyone listening, you know, we will be so forthcoming and open about. I'm just trying to figure out 
when I'm ready to do that. Yeah. Does that make sense? You will get this information and we will be open about it, but it's how soon do I want to be open about it? Because it's so uh, delicate. It's intimate. Sure. It's very personal. It's emotional. It's draining. And all of these things are great because you can connect with people and help other people that might be going through the same thing. But it's always, it's also another thing. It's like, we don't get any privacy and that is our choice and we're fine with being yeah. open. But I'm like, do we want this one thing to be, pri- you know? Have you thought about not going public until you're 12 weeks pregnant? So everything's, everything's yeah, a secret. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's kind okay. of I'm cool with what that. my thought is. But I don't know. I, but again, I will say it one more time in case you zoned out and you didn't hear before. I'm not pregnant right now. I'm hoping to be soon. But that we're not doing shots or anything Wait right a now. <laughs> Lauren just said she's. We're gonna. You know what? I'm not gonna tell people I'm pregnant. But if you listen to the podcast, I'm pregnant. That, I'm joking. That's no, what it that's made, made it me. sound like. You were like, I'm not gonna tell people until no. twelve weeks. But <laughs> no, this is what I'm saying. Is through this whole conversation, I didn't want in the back of someone's head to be like, Are they talking about this because they're currently doing shots? No, no, no. We're no, not. No. no. We're really not. And I already said it no. earlier in case you want to know, Aunt Flo is here. I'm having a time. Joey needs to be nice to me today because I'm going to bite his head off kind of I situation. Actually, I actually <laughs> am most attracted to you when Aunt Flo is here. <laughs> I, there's, so, there's some sort of bat signal that goes out. I, I honestly am. All the time. Like I'll be like, hey, baby. And Lauren's like, what? It's that time of the month. Like, and I'm ew, like, get away from how me. does that happen? Every time I'm like, oh, yeah, now, you know, there's got to be something. <laughs> some doctor could let us know. I'm sure there's something that gets released out there. The pheromones. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm but, like, get um, away from me. I'm bloated and I don't feel good. You are going on the record saying you have not intentionally tried to drop hints about a sibling. Yes, it's I'm not. Just, yes, I'm okay. not that person that's going to be dangling these teases in front sure. of you. I swear. If we, I um, feel bad. I don't want anybody to think I'm just being... Facetious? Have, is that ha, the word? Have you thought about um, when if if we do get pregnant again, how you want the whole announcement? You want the you want our son to hold a mammogram, not a mammogram, <laughs> ultrasound, sonogram. <laughs> yeah, a sonogram. Do you want our son to like hold a sonogram? Do you want a sign? Oh, do you I want, already like, have a, it all planned out. You do? I already know. For, and we're not even there yet, but I already have an idea of what I want to do. Can can I know? Or do we not want to put this I on the podcast? I want it to be a surprise. I don't even get a no. Man, this we're going to label this He'll podcast. He'll definitely be wearing a shirt that says Big Brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's that's That's, that's cute, know. right? Big Brother. Yeah. But we're just going to label this podcast episode the hypothetical podcast. Because for the last 15 <laughs> minutes, we have talked hypothetically, if we have another child, what we're going to do to announce it. We're in a weird situation, guys. It's not easy for us. So everything well, is hypothetical. Every No, I will say we are at the stage where everyone's wondering when we're going to have a second one. Because he's two. Or he's going to be two. It doesn't matter. I, I people, know, Lauren. People sometimes have six-year, seven-year, totally. ten-year gaps between kids. I know. Kids. But what I'm saying is... We need to drop the stigma of the pressure of, oh, your baby's one and a half. When are you going to pick totally. out another one? Do I think we need to drop the stigma? Absolutely. Do I think that it's none of your dang business if someone has a 10-year-old and then a one-year-old and why there's a big age gap? Maybe there's a miscarriage and stuff. I get that. But what I'm saying is naturally people are starting mm-hmm. to... I mean, I've been asked when we're having another one three times in the last week. Really? Literally. Yes, people have been like, oh, I, I guess guys- maybe, and I'm sorry to get on the defense. I no, think don't it's be. Don't fresh. be. I think it's good. I think it's fresh in my mind because I have a friend who has two little boys that are 11 months apart and she is pregnant again. So she has uh, Are you just, allowed to share that? Well, I'm not sharing her information. Oh, okay, and she, she says she's open about her pregnancy okay. now. I mean, I'm not telling you her name. Yeah, but yeah, she yeah. has a two-year-old uh, and now a one, just turned one. Uh-huh. And then um, 
she's also like halfway or midway through her first mm-hmm. trimester or whatever. And so she was sharing with me just how frustrating it is and offensive when she's out and about and people are like, oh, you sure have your hands full. And I know people mean well, but it's also like, come on. Or when people come up to her and they're like, wow, did you plan that? You know how that works, right? You know how to not, you know how to prevent that, don't you? And it's just, it's like, yeah. why did my um, intimacy become your business all of totally. a sudden, you know? But we, well, I mean, we can't, um, in our job, we have to. I, yeah, we're, I guess we're a different case. We have, way, uh, we should be anybody in the public eye. I'm not saying people should give us weird DMs, but we should be used to the weird DMs right now. We should be yeah. used to people totally. We had I had I got a message the other day that I was like, that is so crossing the line, but whatever. I, you do yeah. you. Yeah, I, I mean, message, I get it. I had a message from somebody. I don't even want to give him the uh, the credit of, yeah. you know, I don't even want yeah, to yeah, share yeah, it because yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah, give yeah. him the satisfaction, but this dude DM'd me a, while, a long time ago, and I'm, I won't say what it was, but he basically uh, insulted me about sure. how we had a child sure, through yeah, IVF yeah, yeah, and yeah. how it was just this, that, and the other. And I'm like, but why? Yeah. Why is that your business? Yeah, so I think, um, I, I don't know. I just know that whenever you have a child and that child gets like to the two, three range, it just happens. I do think it's a stigma that needs to go away. I do think it's annoying, but also... I probably said all the same stuff too. I think I, I, probably, know. I probably said it to all my friends that have kids. No, like, oh, when do you have another one? Nine times out of ten, it is such. It's f- coming from a good heart. Yeah, people don't mean any harm by it. They want to see your family. They grow. mean well. They love you. They don't know. You know, but people don't know. Yeah. And so nine times out of ten, people don't mean any harm by what they're asking or saying. Hypothetical podcast episode in the books. We are not pregnant. Maybe. No, we're not. (laughs) Bye.